This episode of the Cinema Vention Podcast is brought to you by Rotting Wonk, RozJ001, Jack Wolf, and Wearmall 3. If you want to become one of the names listed, go support the show today at patreon.com slash wscottis1. Hi, I'm wscottis1, and I have not seen the movie Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh-oh, we found another movie Willie hasn't seen. This calls for an intervention. Where'd you get those goobers? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cinemavention Podcast, where we review and discuss classic movies that I should have seen long ago. Today, we'll be discussing the movie Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, which my guest has seen before. Please welcome back a regular Diamond Club Game Night contributor, Tom DeJean Vittorio. Did I get it right this time? No. Ah, I'm going to stop correcting you because no one ever gets it right. I don't expect anyone to ever get it right. (laughs) I told you how it's pronounced. (laughs) Redigoo told you how it's pronounced. Yep, I, it, it, no, this is gonna be but, this is gonna be my um, banana split. Like I can't, I just I can't get it. You know, <laughs> that's fine. That's why I'm Tom D or I'm Captain Jack nine thirteen. Take your pick. <laughs> yeah, man. How are you doing, man? <laughs> I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I'm uh, I'm excited to talk about this uh, this movie with you, man. And um, this was a uh, th- this is a classic, right? Uh, the Indiana yeah, Jones yes, series. It is. Yeah, I, honestly, I'm surprised it took us this long to get to Indiana Jones. I'm not gonna lie. Um, uh, but uh, but yeah, but we're here now, and uh, we're gonna talk about uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark here. And here we go. Let's get right into it. So, Raiders of the Lost Ark is available for rent or purchase on DVD and Blu-ray and physical stores, and on all major internet distributors. And it's available to stream on Amazon Prime, Paramount Plus, and the Roku channel. So you actually have a plethora of options to choose from there. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark was released by Paramount Pictures on June 12th, 1981. The movie was directed by Steven Spielberg and stars Harrison Ford, Karen Allen, Paul Freeman, Ronald Lacey, and John Rhys Davies. Uh, the movie had a budget of $20 million and made almost $390 million in theaters. $390 million. That's actually pretty impressive. Especially for 1980. Yeah, 1981. Yeah, right. Yeah, especially for 1981, right? Yeah, absolutely. Although uh, Ford was coming off of the success of Star Wars and Empire. Yeah, and um, Spielberg had all his stuff in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, he was already uh, riding the wave. I mean, to be fair, he's he's kind of still a pretty popular actor to this day, right? I mean, Ford, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Uh but uh, do you remember when you first saw this movie, Tom? So I knew this was coming, and I kind of have a multi-pronged answer to it. Okay. So the absolute first time was probably sometime in the 90s on VHS. Mm-hmm. Um, in the run-up to Crystal Skull in 2008, movie theater I was frequenting at the time showed the previous three movies in like in one day. So my friends and I saw all three movies in preparation for Crystal Skull. So I mm. definitely know I saw it then. Okay. Okay. And so I you- also picked up 
the box set in 2003 when that came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and, and Tom's showing it on that. screen uh, if you're watching the video right now. So, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. And wow. Yeah. Then there's one little bit. This is one of the few movies where you can say you could possibly, well, take part in it after the fact. Uh, could you How so? Know you're, well, you're not familiar with Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular, are you? I am not, no. So this is at Disney World, specifically Hollywood Studios. Mm. Um, yes. So, so it's a uh, so it's an amusement park ride then. Okay. No, 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 it's a stage show. Oh, 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 oh. No, okay, yeah. So it's a okay. Yeah. So it's a stage show. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you said and, that, I just assumed it was like a like a ride at like a theme park or something. Oh, well, interesting. No, Disney has an Indiana Jones ride, but that's over in California. Oh, okay. They have a stage show that shows you how they did the stunts in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay. Yep. Wow. And they basically recreate three scenes from the movie. Oh, that's the, awesome. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, the Temple Sea of the Beginning, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Marketplace in Cairo, okay. and the fight in front of the plane at the end. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, that later because that, that so, plane scene was amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, yeah. so they do uh, take uh, audience members as extras during the Cairo scene. And, and I got to do that. You, and you got to tw- do that? In 2012. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. All right. I was right. so freaking excited when I actually got picked. Uh-huh. Because I'd been there a couple of times to went open in 89 and up to that point didn't get picked i was like so freaking excited yeah man that's that's really interesting yeah and um and actually we're supposed to be getting um a another indiana jones sequel coming out this year as we're recording this yeah dial of destiny yeah um yeah as we're recording this it has not come out yet uh, but, uh, but yeah, but that'll be coming probably sometime late 2023. I'm guessing. I don't know if they've announced uh, an official date summer, yet. I think. Oh, is it over this summer? Oh, like okay. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, right on. Fingers crossed that it's actually better than Crystal Skull. Oh yeah. Was Crystal Skull kind of a stinker? A <laughs> little bit, but part of it is the, uh, even numbered Nia yeah, Joan movies don't seem to be as, as good as the odd numbered ones. Okay, so it's just like Windows releases. <laughs> Windows releases, Star Trek releases, at least up until part 10. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's getting off. But yeah, sure. they'll take, but yeah, Disney takes um, audience members to be uh, extras. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got video of it, or at least the wife got video of it. Mm-hmm. It's up on my YouTube channel. Oh, right on. It's I- Captain Jack 913. Oh yeah, no, we're gonna. I'm gonna need a link to that so we can put it in the show notes, man. That's, I'll, I'll I'll get it for you later. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, we'll have it linked in the show notes in the uh, in the episode. But uh, but that's crazy too. Yeah. So so you started watching it on VHS when it w- mm-hmm. when it was available. Then then you mm-hmm. saw it in theaters after the fact when the sequel came out. When did um mm-hmm. uh was it Temple of the Skull? Right, was the one that. <laughs> Or, um, kingdom kingdom of the crystal skull kingdom of the crystal skull yeah there we go yep sorry I'm, i still got the other there's so many the temp, titles temple in there doom. yeah <laughs> temple of doom you, you mix up temple of doom and crystal skull right yeah 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 that's what i did yeah but uh but that when did that one come out um the, the crystal skull? skull yeah 2008 2008 okay yeah summer, so, summer 2008 
Okay, yeah, perfect. So yeah, so you got the VHS in 90, then saw it in theaters again in 2008. That's that's mm-hmm. amazing. That's wow. Yeah, talk about uh talk about an Indiana Jones uh sort of full circle viewing experience, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, not many people can say that they watched it on demand and then watched it in theaters later. Like usually it's the other way around. <laughs> right. That's funny, Cause, man. Cuz I've done that with Indy and the first three Star Wars movies. Oh yeah, right on. Yeah, because they, they showed him in theaters back in the nineties. Right, yeah, three. four, five, and six. Right when just before the prequels came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. right on. Oh no, man. this was for the twentieth anniversary in ninety seven. Oh, I can't remember. Okay. If, I can't remember if there was murmurs about the prequels at that point, even though it was only two years prior. Okay, yeah. I mean, presumably there were probably some something out there, but yeah, sure. That's yeah, that's interesting. So. I mean, it, it would make sense if they were, you know, it was like the 20th anniversary and then that's the day they started production on the prequels, maybe. But yeah, I don't know. So long ago, I can't remember, but that's getting into the only other Lucasfilm property. Right, yeah, we're getting so into the get weeds back on to that. Yeah. this one. Right, yeah. Well, and, and it's funny you mentioned that this is a Lucasfilm too, right? Because, because uh, mm-hmm. yeah, because um, Star Wars and then this franchise are the only two like Lucasfilm properties that are like sort of like a franchise series like i'm sure there's other lucasfilm stuff that just isn't like Mm -hmm. as like as big as star wars and indiana jones are right but but i i didn't i didn't know that that was uh yeah that 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 it was a lucasfilm property the indiana jones stuff so that's yeah but um yeah um but uh but one thing um one thing um that uh like so here's here's the thing about the indiana jones character right is that Mm -hmm. i similar to star wars actually as a matter of fact um i i have known about the character indiana jones before we even watched this movie right like because indiana jones has been so like been ingrained in culture so much that like indiana jones is one of those characters that everyone universally kind of knows even if they hadn't seen the movie like i had right right yeah, like 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 I can remember back in the eighties, early nineties during Muppet Babies, they would into, use scenes from Indiana Jones along with all the other pop culture references that they did. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, and and so Indiana Jones has kind of had this, um, you know, history throughout. And mm-hmm. and and case in point, right, is that the um that the scene that I that I already knew about before we started watching the movie um, is the mm-hmm. you know the famous scene that everyone knows at the very beginning of the movie where Indiana the, the Jones right yeah with the boulder and Indiana Jones trying to get the little skull gold like you the know golden it's a golden idol yeah golden idol yeah I was mm-hmm. like yeah I, I couldn't tell if it was like a skull or an idol or what it exactly was but yeah but it was like a gold item that he's trying to um trying to grab for the museum right and you know and of course yeah like it triggers the boulder you know chasing him and his i quote unquote friend i'm gonna say because he wasn't really a friend per se but um but the boulder chases him down the cave and um and and that scene is so famous that in for the indiana jones collab in Fortnite, it was set up exactly the same way where like you had to get the uh the the gold uh the gold little thing just um before the boulder hits you in Fortnite as well so <laughs> can't you run uh work Fortnite into something yeah right yeah always it's always Fortnite <laughs> yeah no i mean Fortnite Fortnite just know how to do their collabs man i mean they're 
they know how to implement it well. Um, do, but do, 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 us and the rest of the Game Night crew know these from the actual property. Right, yeah, you know from Fortnite. I know. Yeah, and people kind of admonished me at the watch party when I was mentioning that. But it's true, man. You know, like um, I mean, it just goes to show you how universal that scene is, right? Um, yeah. And um, I mean, of course, they use it at like I mentioned before that the scene at the uh, at the thing at Disney World. That's the first scene they recreate. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, and and I mentioned this so-called like friend or whatever. Um, yeah. But uh, Alfred Alfred Molina goes on to play Doc Ock in Spider Man twenty years later. Oh, interesting. Right on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he's the he's the guy that's with Indiana Jones at the beginning. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 That's the same actor. Yeah. Yeah. And he, uh, well, and, and, and he's like, and he like steals it from Indiana Jones and, and is running away. And I love the fact that it's like, he, he, like you, he runs, Indiana Jones runs up against him later and his body is just impaled by this trap. And I'm like, that's what happens when you try to run away from and, and you don't stick with Indiana Jones, man. Right. Like, or you don't listen to what he said on the way in. Yeah, that's true. Of yeah. Of course, everything was collapsing around them. Was it that one or was that yeah, later? Yeah, well, I think it was just the bolt. Well, I, I, well, I think the boulder as a result, like, kind of made everything collapse into itself. Probably that's kind of what I'm getting from that. But no, no, I think started collapsing once he took the idol and the pedestal figured out that it wasn't him. Right, or, or, right, or that the idol was taken. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because there's the chasm where Molina gets across, doesn't get the whip back to Indy. That's like a frenzy. At least you get through that door that's coming down. Right. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah. And so uh, yeah. So that that was a great scene. But um, but here's uh, but here's the part that I didn't know about this scene, and this is the part that was kind of new for me is that I didn't know that. Like, uh, th- what's funny is it's like that's like the main part of the scene, and he doesn't even get the item in the end, right? Like, he doesn't even no. get the item in question, right? <laughs> Because Belloc is there to take his to take his treasure away from him, right? Yeah, like Bel- well, Belloc has always apparently been one step ahead of Indiana Jones. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Well, and 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 well, because yeah, because he gets stopped by this like tribe looking group of people or something, and it's like although they were they with him at the beginning when he went into the cave. Oh, was were they? I don't remember that. Um, because I think I just remember the 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 two uh like indiana jones and the other uh character at the beginning going in there his character yeah right i don't think i remember i don't don't remember his name it doesn't matter yeah yeah i don't think the uh yeah and i don't think the tribe was there when they entered the cave i don't think so but um but yeah but he steals the item and he can't and he doesn't even get to take it for himself um by the way Not, uh, not not the first not the last yeah okay fair enough (laughs) but um but but uh, but my also but also my favorite part of that is that the tribe just starts chasing him right and he's like you know trying to get away and what's funny was like his getaway pilot is just in the middle of fishing and when Jones is running towards him and he has to like guy, <laughs> yeah because what was he uh, supposed to do yeah right yeah he, 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 he had to entertain to... himself just go fishing <laughs> yeah right no I can't blame him for it right but oh. um he's trying to decide between reeling the fish or getting the plane going. Yeah, right. But uh but the other thing I didn't quite understand uh, or I I didn't know until this movie came out was um that Indiana Jones um you know when he goes back home 
he uh, he goes on to continue to be a professor, which is kind of what his you know day job is, right? Yeah. Mind you, a professor that apparently has a really interested student <laughs> with the words "love you" written on her eyelids while he's trying to give a lecture, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious, right? <laughs> well, at this point, nearly a hundred years ago. Yeah, no, that's ago. yeah. I was uh, yeah, because that's what I was going to say. It, it was a different time back then, I guess, because people were considered about weren't concerned about you know power dynamics back then right <laughs> but uh i mean i don't know presumably it's a college class right at least i would yeah. hope so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. it's not high school it's university so it's, it's that yeah yeah for sure um <clears throat> but i just find it fascinating that like the most memorable moment of this entire movie is literally only the first 10 minutes or so of the movie right and that's not even the main like mission at hand right like like there's a completely separate, you know, quest that Indiana Jones is on, and that beginning scene has nothing to do with that. I mean, I mean, obviously it sets up the who, the character of Indiana Jones, right? Like, right. so I'm not saying it's not Jones, necessary. Belloc, um, his fear of snakes. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I'm not trying to suggest it wasn't necessary. I'm just saying I just think it's funny that that this non sequitur mission is the only part people remember of Indiana Jones. <laughs> Which is hilarious to me. But uh, but with this film being set in the 1930s, specifically uh, 1936, right? There were uh, there were a couple of things that stood out to me. And the first one you'll notice at the very beginning, um, and that is that the uh, that the Paramount logo at the very beginning was changed from its traditional one at the time, which I've I've recognized that paramount logo and like they they have like it's like paramount a viacom company or something like that usually was was what was on the paramount logo but they changed it to um to their traditional one at the time to what it used to say in the 1930s because if you'll recall like movies these movie studios have been around for for a minute you know like they've been around for a while and um and i thought it was funny that you know like because it's said in 1936 so they went to their 1930s paramount logo which was just a paramount picture followed by that transition between the paramount hill and an actual real life hill that just very closely resembled to it at the beginning of the story that was amazing right not the only time they've done the transition from picture hill to real hill i'm pretty sure they do it in crystal skull oh yeah not to get far ahead into the third movie sure but still yeah no but that's that's still am- amazing that they did that yeah and um and it, and and i just think that was a nice little it, it's a nice little detail that um that you notice uh after the fact which is great um and uh we talked about that classroom but uh those chalkboards man i that, that was amazing like because it's like of course that's all they had was chalkboards back then but they right. also had the like chalkboard that where you could like it was on like a stand and you could flip it around and you have another, you know, chalkboard that chalkboard you can write on. And it, yeah. And which I'm sure was revolutionary at the time. Right. Like yeah. when when that was a thing. Right. <laughs> Let's go with sure. Yeah. OK, fair enough. But um, but I was kind of the last generation uh, at my school. And and I think it was just be- um, because of the fact that my that my school was kind of like a an older kind of in the middle of nowhere school. And so I, I remember like growing up in like, you know, kindergarten, first, second grade. Um, we still had chalkboards um, in my school um, and then they still had chalkboards. 
but uh, but they were definitely transitioning to whiteboards at this time, and eventually smartboards. Are, are you familiar with the with the smartboards? I have never heard of a smartboard. Okay, yeah. But, so basically, but I also finished all my schooling a long time ago. Sure, sure. So yeah, so let, I'll, I'll I'll describe it for you. So basically, like it's basically basically what it is is it's just this gigantic like sort of virtual board, right? And you have a projector that's displaying to it, right? And there's some sort of basically like, you know, pen technology, which I think Windows, I, I think Windows has like just in like in its in itself. Right. Like um, like they have like sort of the pen drawing thing that you can do in Windows. And basically it's an over glorified one of those. But uh, but it comes with like the smart board software where you could like basically draw on it like it's a whiteboard. Right. So it basically was an electronic whiteboard essentially is is how I can describe it. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and you could do like cool things like, you know, like save the, 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 um, the work that you did on that document or whatever in the software. So yeah, it was, a it was actually pretty cool. And I, I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed seeing those. Those, those were a lot of fun. So, hmm. um, one thing that doesn't happen anymore, um, uh, in this time period, in the time period we're living in now people dressing up to go to an airplane, right? Like when they were going on an airplane, yeah. you, they're dressing up. I think that was used to be a requirement at air, at airports, right? No, I wouldn't call it a requirement as much as that was just, I would call it the customer of the time, but I can't think of a better phrasing. Sure. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, it's just whatever ever, um, everyone was doing. Like just everyone was doing that back then. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, because most uh, I feel like most air travel at that point was for business. Right. Like, I mean, that's certainly probably what it started out as. Right. It's just, you know, I you mean, know. it wasn't that inexpensive to fly, at least not like the way it is now. Mm-hmm. You probably had to have some money or at least bought by someone that had money in mm-hmm. order to get a plane ticket. Sure. Yeah. Well, and presumably and it's like, you know, the airplane was a pretty relatively recent invention at this time too if i'm not mistaken um yeah, like 20 years old yeah something like that it yeah. just gone through it, it just gone through a war mm-hmm. i think the real i think the oldest commercial uh airline at least once still in service started around 1920 mm-hmm. yeah so so yeah so it, yeah and well and yeah and the wright brothers shout out ohio um <laughs> were uh <laughs> were uh doing their sort of North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's funny though, but yeah, but they were doing their um, airplane experiments and like, you know, I think I want to say it was like the mid 1800s, right? It was either mid or Uh, late 1903. Oh, was it 1903? is the first flight December 16th or 17th, 1903. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. But, but they were probably still like, I mean, I have to imagine they were probably working on it for years up until that point. Probably. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's probably, you know, late 1800s when they were working on that. So, right. yeah. Um, but, uh, but I, but I mentioned how Indiana Jones is a professor at the university and that's kind of his day job. Mm-hmm. However, kind of scratch that because, um, uh, because he basically, like, as I now have an understanding of why he goes on these expeditions and it's not just for the thrill of a great adventure, although that does give us some pretty good story um, plots. Yeah, but <laughs> but it's because his actual day job ter- is is basically 
if you think about it, it's basically stealing artifacts from various places so he could sell them to the museum. Right? Like, that's pretty much what he's doing. It, why not? The Brits were famous for doing that. <laughs> yeah, they were, actually. That's how Belloc does it. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. But, you know, he's a Frenchman, so. Yeah, right. Well, um, <laughs> I mean, we don't need to cause an international incident. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, but they will pay like big bucks for these items. And that's how he's, you know, basically able to make his living. Right. So I mean, I can't imagine that the uh, university job pays not a lot. To yeah, not redeem. probably not that well. Yeah. I mean, even considering the fact that it's in the 1930s still like, yeah, it, it's, I mean, if he's got tenure, he's set. Yeah. If if that was a thing in the 30s. Yeah, who knows? I I doubt that was even a thing in the 30s. I, I yeah, I don't think so. But um but that leads us to this latest expedition that he's on. And um here's what I'll say. It's the 1930s. So it makes sense to me that Nazis are in this film. Let me explain though. What I mean by that though is that this is the 1930s, of course. This is when um, Adolf Hitler and the Nazis are the active party in Germany at this time, right? So it right. would make sense that the story would kind of revolve around Indiana Jones trying to stop them and them being the antagonist in this film. I mean, yeah, they're Nazis, right? So, of course, they're going to be, quote-unquote, antagonists. But still, right? Like, it makes sense as to why it's the Nazis that he's trying to uh, defeat in this film, right? Yeah. Yeah. And... um what I don't understand, though, and maybe I'm missing something here uh, when the professor and his sort of colleagues were going over the, you know, they were going over the Ten Commandment stones and stuff and and why they would want the Ark of the Covenant. Um, and I and the, and the thing is that I'm, I'm, I'm noticing that at that point, there's a lot of biblical references in this movie when they're talking about um, the Ark of the Covenant, because, of course, the Ark of the Covenant is um, is famously a. Um, a reference of the Bible. Um, I, I think it was like post, um, it was post uh, flood, if I'm not mistaken, um, as far as, uh, as far as that's concerned. Um, but yeah, I, don't uh, up, I, I don't keep up on my Bible. So sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not as familiar with it these days, but um, I, I'm sure Sam will correct me in an email. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but here's what I, but, but here's what I think it is. Right. And, um, what's interesting like because they had to go f that far back in history because you know in modern times and even in 19 in the 1980s when this movie was made right you know we right. think of the nazis as sort of like that time period just sort of being so far in the past now um even though it's maybe not as far in the past as maybe we realize it is right but um but they were probably trying to think of something that they that would be so far in the past for them that like that it would be something that they would be trying to remember and trying to go after. Like, does that make sense? I don't know. I thought it was more that the Nazis wanted something that would give them unlimited power and invincibility to be able yeah. to overrun Europe and all that. Which they I'm not really specifically, sure. Yeah, they, they specifically said that anyone that got the Ark of the Covenant would basically be invincible. Yeah, which I'm not entirely certain how that works exactly. Like, I'm well. I mean, you find out by the end of the movie, but well, sure, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but I mean, yeah, I'm not. I, I don't think their. I don't think their logic was filled with a whole lot of reasoning, right? Like that's. But 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 yeah, I mean that's pretty much that's pretty much the entire um, 
reason for all of this is like just just it's so they power. have power that's it yeah <laughs> i mean power for power to be fair i mean yeah i guess th- i guess that is kind of what the uh nazis were trying to do back then i guess so <laughs> it makes sense i guess adds up um and, and, and do you know what the ironic thing is that the ark is a uh it, it's a jewish relic and mm-hmm. the nazis are going after a jewish relic mm-hmm. you see the irony Ah, I I see. Yeah, I see. I see. I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why would they want to touch anything related to the Jews? Right. Right. Aside right. from maybe to destroy it. <laughs> but yeah, they don't I mean, want to destroy it. They want to use it to conquer the world. Yeah, I mean, I, I assume. I assume if it did, if it just didn't have any power, they would. Yeah, they would probably just go there to destroy it. Right. You know, uh, <laughs> that's meta reasoning as to why they would want to go <laughs> after it. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, that's crazy. Anyways. Um, but yeah, but and here's what I'll say is it would make sense that the Nazis would end up setting setting um um Marin's bar like like they would just set it on fire, right? Because well, I feel like I don't have to explain it that much. Like, you well, know, she, like Mary Marion wasn't listening. She was hanging over the uh, IRA. Right, but it would but yeah, but specifically fire, like setting things on fire, right? Like that just you know, I don't know. That's another thing that just sort of adds up about the Nazis go- resorting to that route, right? <laughs> yeah. but, like they okay. don't, they don't get, they don't get what they want, so they set it on, so they set it on fire, just like they did with, well, <laughs> yeah. So about that monkey? Yeah, man, dude, dude, that monkey, right? Like I, I don't often advocate, I don't often advocate for the killing of animals, man. But that Nazi monkey needed to die, right? Like I'm, I'm sort of I mean, glad it was, that a, it was died. a Nazi. It was you- right, yeah. No, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it died, right? And and it was interesting they- that it died to some poisonous dates, right? <laughs> I may be misremembering, but wasn't the monkey's handler the one that poisoned the dates? The guy with the eye patch. Was oh yeah, else? I I don't know if it I don't know if it was the handler, but yeah, I do remember that that was because it, because it was for Indiana Jones, right? Like yeah, yeah and, and Salah and everyone else there, right? And he and he and he did almost succumb to it, right? Like, right. but then but then he's like, wait, and then you glance over and see that the monkeys just slouched over after. Yeah, so, Salah saw the monkey, so he grabbed date out of midair that he was about to eat. Yeah, and so presumably the monkey was just hungry, right? I would assume, right? Oh, um, yeah, true. Um, <laughs> one thing, uh, one one thing that's super messed up in my mind though is the is that the only reason that the Nazi because le- at one point the, there's this Nazi leader in Indiana Jones and they're having this sort of like conversation at this okay. table or whatever. He, he's talking to Belloc. I never considered Belloc to be a Nazi. Oh, okay. I considered him working with the Nazi. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. So, wait, okay, so he's working with the Nazis. He's not yeah. necessarily part of the Nazi group. No. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Okay, so he, he still had the ulterior motives then, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But, um... Yeah, he, he, he just wants to further his, his own gains. Got it. Okay. But um, but I found it kind of messed up though that it's like they're just about to start having a gunfight in there, in that one room that they're talking, and and the only reason it doesn't happen is because the children just happen to walk in right when um that happens, right? No, I'm pretty sure the 
kids were there keeping an eye on Indy and they rushed in to save him. Oh, you think so? Hmm. Probably. Interesting. Because, uh, yeah, because I mean, I guess like, because I, I mean, I guess even the Nazis can't shoot someone when there's children around, right? I, I guess they can't do Not that, in 81. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, at least not in 81, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, man. Okay, that's that's interesting. Um, Well, because we don't really see them at any other point, though, right? Like, I guess except at the very beginning of the Egypt scene, right? I guess that's the only well, other I mean, time we see them, right? Once they're basically done in the marketplace and head out to the site, there's no real reason for the children to be there anymore. Sure, right? Yeah, but I'm trying to, but I'm trying to figure out when it was established because it because it wasn't clear to me that they were um, that they were working with Indiana Jones or or at least at the very least friends with Indiana Jones. So that's that's the part I'm struggling to figure out. I mean, it could have been through Sala. Because he was a local contact over there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because. Okay. Yeah. Because. Well. Because I mean, fair enough. Either way, that they uh, they hopped in um, when they did, but uh, but yeah, that's uh, that that was. I can't remember specifically, but I'm not sure it really matters. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Very briefly, I want to mention um the the scene when because uh, Indiana Jones uh drops that rod down to the map room where they find out where the Ark of the Covenant is. And I don't know if you noticed this, but when we were watching this movie in the watch party, he goes to throw down um, the rod and there's another shot of the rod falling down into the um, into the map room. But it it looks so terribly like CGI in there, right? Like it looks like the rod is just like horribly CGI into like falling into the room. I like I, I don't know like did did you notice I, that I, I never noticed that and I never would have thought about that. I mean I know you just say in CGI, but that would not have been a thing in eighty one. That would be too expensive. To yeah, I, I yeah well yeah that's hmm yeah because that yeah because I mean, com- yeah that's I mean, the thing composite, yeah compositing if anything yeah but, yeah I just never thought about it yeah just, I mean I guess you, it you just, just, looked- just dropped the rod into the hole and it fell into the mapper. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and and yeah, and it was super brief, but I it was like brief enough that I or it was like long enough that I could notice I could see it and notice it, right? And like and yeah, and I'm not entirely sure why that looks really like it it looks cartoonish when that happens. And I'm not entirely certain. Yeah, maybe it's the compositing thing like you said, but but it definitely looks like it was like yeah, it definitely looks like a cartoon at that point for some reason. And yeah, maybe it was just bad shot never, composition or something i don't know n- never noticed never came across my mind yeah yeah but um but yeah like you said yeah i mean i don't know it, it was 81 but still i mean um i i just yeah i i, I thought that was kind of uh and and it, and it also probably suffers one of those um things where like um uh where like they could get away with doing it really bad then because everyone else's screens were that bad right like no one expected it like because if they were in hd right they would like from the start hd is a long way off at this point oh yeah sure but when it sure yeah 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 but what i'm saying is like if it was uh if it was shot nation like if it was shot nowadays they'd probably like they probably take more time to make it look better probably so it probably suffers from that as well so um but speaking of but speaking of the caves uh this uh, there's this 
there's this well full of snakes um in uh, here. Yes, the, the well of souls it's right where the ark mm-hmm. actually is kept right yeah which as we all know indiana jones hates snakes of course because uh because he said it at the beginning right and this movie ha- sort of has like a theme of scary animals, right? Like you have tarantulas at the very beginning of the movie, followed by snakes here, right? And and it definitely made me shudder um, uh, a lot. So uh, you've and, not seen the sequels, yeah? It I doesn't not. get any better. Oh boy. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have a rough time uh, watching the sequels then, because uh, yeah, I was I was having a rough time watching those scenes already, <laughs> man. Yeah, I'm thinking between Temple of Doom and Last Crusade on which probably scene will be worse for you. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. And I'll just leave it there. Okay, yeah. Oof. Oh, that's I'm not looking forward to that then. <laughs> just do keep in mind that Temple of Doom was supposedly one of the films that contributed to PG-13 being created. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that would make sense, I guess. Yeah. And you'll partially see that if and when we get to Temple of Doom. Mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the which way, that, I may, yeah. which I may as well continue on to Temple of Doom. Yeah, right. Because that, then I'll be in line for Last Crusade. I really want to see that. Oh, okay. All right. Right on then. Yeah. By the way, uh, that's presumably not the safest way that they're going about moving that boulder cover over that over the well. Like I, I was the entire time when I saw them moving it that way, I was like, "You could, if someone could drop this thing and chop their hands off if they're if you're not careful." Well, Sala warns them to be careful. <laughs> I mean, we, well, you just got hand tools at this point. Yeah, right, but. What are you gonna do? Bring in a giant crane and not have the Nazis notice? <laughs> I guess, but also like I, I was just like, I mean, yeah, I, I, maybe that was all that they could do. But I just, I couldn't help myself. I was just like, please do not drop it. Please do not drop it. Please do not drop it, because that will not end for anyone. That will not end well for anyone if anybody drops it. <laughs> if they dropped it, they did not show it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Back to the Well of Souls. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and and well, because the movie pays off at the end, right? Like, I think the movie pays off just to see everyone's faces melt off when they do find mm-hmm. the ark. When they do find the ark, and yes. and that's probably one of the best scenes of the entire movie. Whatever was just screaming, and then their faces are just like Melt. just melting off. Yeah, and and that was that, at that point, I was just like, "What the hell is happening here?" <laughs> Which is still practical effects. Yeah, right? That's all practical. And honestly, like, given that it's practical effects, I'll say that was pretty good. You know? Yeah. That was that was actually pretty good. I mean, it was certainly better I, I mean, than... it's a little dated for the time, but... Sure. But... Still. I mean, it, it worked cer- with what they had. Certainly better than that that throwing down the rod thing, right? Like, that, that it was better than that. <laughs> um, uh, you're obsessed with the rod. Stop talking about the rod. i know i can't help it (laughs) so an interesting fact about that uh fight scene with the swordsman that i found out Mm -hmm. um or rather lack thereof of a fight right because um because indiana jones just shoots this guy down with like one pistol shot and like and that was a very funny scene and i thought that was hilarious right that is hilarious right yeah but it turns out that there is a reasoning why they uh, why they filmed it that way. Be- basically, um, 
the filming location that they used to film at um, to make it look like Cairo, Egypt was in Tunisia. Hopefully I'm pronouncing Mm -hmm. that right. Yep. And, and apparently they just don't wash their hands there because a lot of the crew um, that was there on the scene, not to mention the fact of the, that there was super hot temperatures there, but apparently um, they got a lot of the crew got dysentery from eating the food. And, and I know you joke about, you know, dysentery in um, the Oregon trail game, but this was actual dysentery that they were suffering from. Yeah. And I, I never really got into the specifics of why they got sick. I just knew that yeah. they got sick. Poor Ford wasn't feeling well. He basically came up with the idea of, can I just shoot the guy instead of this long, complicated <laughs> chase and fight scene that they were going right. to do? Right, yeah. Well, because, yeah, because Harrison Ford, yeah, like you said, Harrison Ford was suffering with that, too. And he had, he had like, immense stomach pain, right? And, dur- yeah, and specifically like that. during that scene. And and apparently, yeah, the reason why it's so short is so that he could run back to the bathroom. Like that's uh, like that's why it was so short. Which, and to be honest, like I think it was, I think it works better that way because it's kind of yeah. hilarious, you know. It is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, it, 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 yeah. it's 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 short. It, it, it's to the point. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and it's also too because it's built up as this sort of like. Because everyone's gathered around, like it looks like they're going into like a duel, yeah. and then he just yeah. goes. They, they, they all boom. separate so that he can face this guy swinging the sword around, mm-hmm. and, and then he bang, just, and then it just goes bang, and then done. And walks away. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. Um, so I talked about um um uh, Mar Marin um Mar Marion Marion. Yeah, I I I, I the way that the, the way that it's written, I can't really read that right. But Marion and it, it, um, it's Marion. Yeah, but Marion and Indiana Jones's relationship for me is it's a little interesting, right? Because before Indiana Jones sets out on this mission, right, the um the plane has to make a quick stop in Nepal, and we see him go to this bar um that you know that I mentioned earlier that um that Marion owns, right. And um and the patrons are having a drinking contest there. But more mm-hmm. specifically, um, the two participants in said drinking contest are this really tough guy that's, you know, like, you know, super like, you know, like he's this really big, like masculine guy. Right. Right. Going up against Mary, this like small little woman that's <laughs> on the other side. Right. And it's like right. the contrast between these two is amazing. Right. <laughs> you don't expect her to win spoilers oh right yeah sure yeah and well yeah and it turns out she can hold her liquor well right and and i guess you could i guess you would expect that for someone who's the owner of you know a bar right <laughs> sure so i don't know many bar owners but sure i'll just go with that that yeah. sounds logical yeah 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 it seems plausible to me yeah but uh but after closing time, she's talking with uh indiana jones and you can tell that they sort of have some history together because she like instantly recognizes him. Right. But yeah. And what's, what's weird though, is that they, they have they're It sounds like they're having this super lovely conversation or whatever, like catching up and everything. But then what was weird for me is that the tone changes real quick. And like, all of a sudden she just seemingly hates Indiana Jones now. And apparently something happened 10 years prior that, um, that I don't think was ever mentioned as to what happened. It was just like, oh, I'm mad at you because something 10 years ago happened between us. 
Like, yeah, they don't get into it a lot in this movie. It is expounded upon later. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because so then... since I kind of know what that is, I even pass that along or just want to leave it. Uh, if it's explained further, then yeah, we'll just go ahead and leave it there then. Okay. Because, uh, maybe yeah. it's in Crystal Skull, maybe in supplementary material that I never saw, but I read about online. Hmm. Interesting. I, uh, well, if yeah. You don't want me to, if, if you don't want to go into it, then I'll just leave it. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll go into it. Yeah. If, if you say it, it happens in a, in a, in a sequel, then we'll, we'll cover it then. But it but, might've been more like young Indiana Jones or spinoff comic book yeah stuff that i that i just i do i do wish that they would have gone into at least some detail about it though because because there's like seemingly nothing to go off of right like like i as a viewer i don't understand why she's mad at indiana jones for something that she doesn't explain what happened right all we know is that it happened 10 years ago and it happened to, between the two of them, whatever that was, right? And like as a right. viewer, like it really, I, I did not understand that at all, right? Like, I mean, you're in about the same place as the viewers were in '81. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, and and but well, yeah, and 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 I guess that's what I'm trying to say is like because yeah, it's it's fine if you want to go into the story more in sequels, right? Like because we've we've had uh, like. I'll give an example. The Guardians film we just covered um, a few weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. The Guardians, um, at least with the Guardians, it's like you at least know that like there's some history as to, you know, like his dad like sort of left um, left Peter's mom or whatever, right? You don't know the base. You, you don't know more into the story until you get into the second movie, right? Mm-hmm. But it also doesn't hinge on the fact that like, like you don't it's like it's not like you don't you need to know like what his father is up to in order to enjoy guardians one right with with this i feel like it's such an essential story plot point as to why they why, why she's mad at indiana jones and it's just not explained right like if you're gonna do that then just leave it out i feel like right like why are you including this for people who are watching this for the first time that need the context for other films like that, like, like I, I I guess what I'm trying to say is if you're going to put a story plot point in at least like, at least put like something there so that I know, uh, so that I have like the very basics of it. And if you want to expound on it in future stories, then fine. Right. I don't know. What what do you think? Except up until kingdom skull, they never really brought back any characters from Raiders. I mean, there was two that came back in Last Crusade, but it's not, it's not Marion. It's hmm. uh, Salah and and Brody came back in the third one. Oh, hmm. Was Marion, so- yeah, Marion does come back in in the fourth. Okay, but okay, so. But, 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 but here's, but, but also like, don't, again, it's like, don't include it if you're not going to go into details, right? Cause let's like, cause, cause yeah, cause I'm, cause I'm trying to understand as a viewer, like what, what even is the point if you're not going to go into it, right? It's like, well, how much could they say in 81? Sure. I mean, I don't know. It's like, they just, I don't know. It, like it, 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 maybe, they're establishing I, that there's a history mm-hmm. at the, pretty much where they leave it and i think you gotta just accept it that yes yeah. there's a history they don't talk about it 
some shit happened in the, in the mid twenties at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I guess, um, I guess, um, you know, um, I, course, I guess I'm coming at it from the viewpoint of it has been explained later on, right? So I know exactly what they're talking about. You yeah. are not. No, and and that's fair, and and but yeah, I just. All I'm saying is I hope that there's a good reason that it was left out in this movie. That, that's all I'm going to say. I just I just hope that there's a reason why they don't they don't go into it. And hopefully, yeah, when I see the next movies, I'll understand a little bit more. But yeah, I don't no, know. No, it, they, it, but it, it, but it, 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 again, yeah, uh, Temple of Doom and Last Crusade are standalone from Raiders. Oh, okay. There's no, inter- there's no interconnection aside from a couple of characters coming back in, uh, in Last Crusade. Oh, okay. So, so they're so they're standalone movies, but you can still like. I mean, I mean, small references between them, but okay, it's not absolutely. I, is this one of them, so or is this one of them, or or is this or is this um, in another movie? Well, no, like they make reference to the uh, arc in Last Crusade. Oh, okay, okay. It's just a throwaway line that's kind of funny. Especially sure. if you know what they're talking about. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, and and yeah, if you had seen the previous movie, yeah, I I do appreciate that though. Like, because you're saying, because if yeah, if you're saying the sequels are um independent by themselves, like, because that's my big pro- most, mostly independent. Yeah, yeah. Well, because because that's my big problem with like the MCU Marvel movies. I've I've gone over yeah. this before, and like I feel like that's Marvel's biggest weakness is the fact that you have to watch all these movies in order to get like one joke in an in one of the in one movie right it's like you have to watch yeah. like seven movies in order to get the eighth you know like whereas so i could whereas with this one i could appreciate the fact that all the movies are mostly yeah. independent of each other like that I, I actually like that that makes sense so aside from four but again way off in the future sure it's mm-hmm. an invention 200 something <laughs> right yeah 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 i i want to talk about this medallion because uh, it, the eye of raw mm-hmm. it turns out that uh that indiana jones needs this um and and marion is has it right and what's mm-hmm. weird uh, uh, and what's weird about this medallion and Something that was noticed. I, I can't remember if it was you or in the watch party or someone else, uh, Tom. But what's weird about it is that not only was it set ablaze in the fire, but you were mentioning that, um, or like, well, because it was in that fire that the Nazis caused at the beginning, and somehow survives the fire too, which I'm not entirely certain how that happens. But you were telling me um, it has a different design when they're when they're going to like sort of translate the text that's inscribed on it. Uh, I think that was where Mole mentioned that wasn't me. Got it. Okay, yeah, but it has like a different design than um than the original one. So they definitely had like two different versions of this. Yeah, that, medallion. that's what you're saying. There was two different props that they had. Mm. So yeah, was it just an instance of they had two different props, or is there? I a never story even. Significance I didn't even that? know that they, that there was a difference. I never noticed. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, so yeah, maybe uh, maybe uh, Wermel can uh, send in an email to email at cinemavention.com and give some more insight on that. But yeah, I thought it was interesting that uh, that it was two different props for that. Yeah, and I don't and I don't know if it's story, um, if it's story wise why um it needed to be there or if it's literally just they had two different props. Which it's if it is just they had two different props, then fine. But but it but it does make me if it is just two different props, then it's like 
hmm, how good is your prop department that they, you, that you can't make two medallions that look the same, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, you saw the budget for this thing. Yeah. I mean, but 20 million, I mean, for, um, 20, yeah, I mean, even, yeah. even for, even for 1981, that's a big budget. You know what I mean? Like that's a big budget even for 1981. So I don't know. Um, that, that, uh, I will say too, that I, I was totally surprised that, um, that Marion and the other people in that wagon survived that, um, like when it erupted into fire and um and like basically burned um because because like because he puts her uh, like they get put into this wagon or whatever and and it just and it erupts into fire and i thought for sure that she was dead at this point and and i don't know how the hell she managed to escape that like i they must have bailed before it got set up set on fire i guess I mean, I don't know if you ever specifically see the basket that she's in being put in that truck. They could have just switched it out. Yeah. But I'm not sure if you hear her screaming while they're putting her in there. No, I don't. I don't think you do. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're saying that maybe it's a different cart then? Different um, basket that she was in. Oh, okay. So the, yeah. So the one that was set on fire wasn't cause I, yeah. Cause, cause when I was watching the film, I definitely thought that it was, that it was the same one, but yeah, that, I, that would make I mean, sense if look, it was a different one. Uh, I mean, you got how many identical baskets? So she would yeah. encountered all that in the marketplace. He's going through all of them, pissing people off. Yeah. True. True. Um, yeah, <laughs> you, you, you never actually see one continuous take of they bring her this way. And then put her in the truck. Then whoever's driving the truck, yeah, that is caused true. it to explode. So whoever driver has probably died. But yeah, I guess that's true. Who yeah. cares about the driver? Well, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I guess I just assumed that it was the same one because yeah, because I yeah, you're right. Yeah, they do all look the same. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah that, was, that, that was a throw them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it worked Just for me as the later. viewer too. Yeah, it worked for me yeah. as the viewer too because well, it yeah. worked for everyone at the time until you know or later right yeah well and 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 specifically um um indiana jones finds her like basically kidnapped right and i get yeah. why he um he left her kidnapped to divert the enemy a little bit but it was a pretty bold and savage move to do that especially because because it yeah. forces her to be subjected to one of the nazi officers wanting her to change into a sexy outfit and i was like oof, bit of a yikes there i think that was belloc or was that Belloc? Change. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, it was Belloc again. Yeah, Belloc okay. wanted to change it to the dress. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, Belloc is a weird character, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm, I. Belloc is so confusing to me because it's like, yeah, he's with the Nazis, but he's not a part of them. Like, I, no. I just confused him as one of, as just one of them. I, at this point, he might as well be one, right? Because, uh, because he's so intertwined, you know. But I mean, it's not like he's. Gotta personally fly Nazi flag, not gonna do Nazi salute and all that. Sure. Think Hitler's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Sure. He, but he's he's just using the German soldiers to get what he wants. Yeah. I mean, sure. But also you're he, but also he's working with Nazis, so there's that. <laughs> but uh 
Two of the most iconic and hilarious scenes both involve uh, Marion, and we touched on one of them earlier. But the first one, when she gets inside that plane and just starts spinning in circles with the Nazi plane, that was yep. hilarious. And and also the fact that uh, it, like this guy that Indiana Jones like do do we know who this guy is? Like because he just starts um doing like a it's, um like I, I just always figure it was some Nazi mechanic. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And he just starts doing hand to hand combat with Indiana Jones. And then the play just co- spins around and just obliterates him. And it's like, you don't actually see it happen, but like, well, I mean, you see the result on the tail of the plane. Yep. And that's, that's good enough for me. <laughs> and they actually do include the death scene during the stage show in Florida. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Enough that you see the propeller coming around. Then, of course, the guy drops through a trap door. Mm-hmm. So that's how they kill him. Got it. Interesting. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but that was a hilarious scene. And the other one, um, the other one that I thought was funny, like, um, they're on this, sh- this ship, which I guess is run by, um, the ship was run by the, um, the, uh, that other group that Indiana Jones was working with, right? I thought the captain was one of Sala's friends. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And um but they're on this ship and uh and they're up here and they get back together uh Indiana Jones and uh, Marion do. And he's mm-hmm. and I remember him saying it hurts on his lips and I'm like, "Yeah, sure, buddy. Whatever excuse you got to use to get a kiss in, I guess." <laughs> well, when she's your ex, come on. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. that's true. Yeah. I I guess slight spoiler that that's kind of mm. what it is. Oh, interesting. Okay. I mean, I get, I, they do kind of, I feel like they do kind of hint at that fact in the, um, in like the story uh, a little bit, but yeah, that's, that's fair. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, I, 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 but this was an interesting movie to cover, man. So, uh, so Tom, what's your final rating for this movie? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I mean, I am probably a little biased about this since. Um, I've always had it growing up, but I always liked this movie, so I will always give it two thumbs up. Mm. Which Indiana Mickey here would agree <laughs> with two thumbs up. <laughs> nice, dude. That's that's so, funny. So they, they were- so, so uh, of of course being sold at the Indiana Jones stunt spe- epic stunt spectacular gift shop. Of course for, it is right for however much it was, but yeah, Indiana Mickey. Is that because um, Disney owns Lucasfilm now? Is that why they're able to do that? At the time, they did not. Oh. They they just licensed it. Oh, so they just got a license from Disney to use it? Wow. Right. Hmm. I mean, the show has been going since 89. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the stage show has. Oh, yeah. interesting. Stage show. Wow. That's how they got Star Tours, too. They licensed out Star Wars from Lucasfilm. That's amazing. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Right on then, yeah. So this is uh, pre Disney acquisition. That's that's what that's Disney. That's crazy. But but to getting back to where you can do this thing, of course, now Lucasfilm is owned by Disney, but Indiana Jones is not on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. not yet, not yet. Yeah, well, because yeah, because it's weird because it's a Paramount film. I guess I guess that's why it's not on Disney Plus. It's Paramount distribution. Maybe they did distribution at the time. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. So. So yeah, that's that's interesting. So yeah, that's probably why it's not on Disney Plus. I would imagine it'll probably yes. get there eventually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
deals but, have to run out. They'll get the rights back, and hey, we'll get indie on. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, so I my rating is going to be a little different. I I'm going to give it an in the middle, slightly thumbs up. And here here's what I'll say about this: is that when I first saw the Indiana Jones story, like I I, I when I knew like what it was about and whatnot. I don't know what it is, but I'm just, I'm not, I normally don't like stories like this. And that's just my personal opinion. Um, and I'm, I'm not entirely certain why. However, stories as in the treasure hunting, writing Nazis. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. What's yeah. Like, I guess, I guess it's just like, yeah, I guess maybe it's just like the, yeah, like treasure, the treasure aspect story of it, I guess. I don't know. Like the, the, like the environment where it's set up and everything just kind of, I don't know, just something about it I just don't like. I, I couldn't really tell you exactly why, but 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 they just don't appeal to me that much. However, the fact that Steven Spielberg made it possible for me to not just flat out give this movie a thumbs down means that I have to give it a slight thumb I have to give a slight thumbs up for it, just for that reason alone. Right? Oh. And and I think um and I think the biggest the biggest problem that I had with it was towards the end because we mentioned earlier that they're on this ship and and I thought the story was wrapping up at that point and then because they escaped from the Nazis but then you realize oh we have to w- they have to continue fighting the Nazis some more and at that point I will admit I was starting to get bored at that point like I was starting to I was looking I was looking at how much time we had left uh, a lot more often I, once we got to that I, point I, I can see what you mean once they get on the ship and away from the Nazis, of course, until Nazis show up and take back the Ark. Yeah. And kidnap Marion and he's got to go after them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they go and set up on that island and get killed by the Ark. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it so definitely... Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah, between when they leave Sala and when they get to the Ark opening... Yeah, I can see why you think that's a little yeah long. Yeah, it definitely. Yeah, they definitely could have. They definitely could have shortened that. I think. Yeah, because it was a little drawn out. I mean, because because also it's like when you get when you get to that you know car chase scene or whatever. It's like yeah, it it, it was basically just ten minutes of in of saying like yeah, Indiana Indiana Jones is a badass. So <laughs> oh, when they got on the truck to Cairo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After he says. I don't know, make it up like making it up as I go. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, yeah. Well, yeah well, I, no, mean, I mean, that's that's a great sequence too. Oh yeah, no, that is it, it is. Yeah, no, and I'm and I'm not saying it isn't right, but but yeah, but definitely after once one in between when they got the to the ship and when they got actually got to the arc and when and that face melting scene happening, like yeah, that was that was the point where I was the most bored in this movie. And um, yeah, I, I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. So. You, uh, unfortunately, you just kind of got to power through it to get to the uh, control. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, also, it's but, like, you know, it's, I mean, could be worse. It could be 2001. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, but I'm still going to give it a slight thumbs up despite that. So, All right. so yeah. So uh, well, I think then, that's then we'll, then we'll go with that. So at least get you into the universe let's get you through temple of doom because i have an idea of how you're going to react to that but oh boy. it's kind okay. of it's, it's, it's kind of necessary to get the last crusade fair enough okay that's the goal we're going to get you to last crusade because that's pretty much considered the best indie film at this point 
Okay, yeah, and we'll, and we'll see, see what Dial of Destiny does since that's an yeah. We'll movie. see how that one goes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, but, but we got to we got to get the last crusade because that's a big movie. Yeah, man, absolutely. But uh, and until mm-hmm. we get to until we get to that film, oh yeah, you're you're pulling it out right now too. Yeah, that's the last yep, crusade. there it is. Yeah, yeah, because it's in the box set. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So uh, is, is, and that's the latest before this the yeah. before the 2023 uh, film this is as this was the newest release uh, before 2008 2008 this was all in 2003 so this was all the movies at the time oh okay oh so there was a film that came out after uh, last crusade yeah crystal's kingdom of the crystals of the crystal skull got it okay yeah so you, but you're and and that and that's the one that you want me to get to specifically is last crusade so yes got yes. it okay fair enough then. we do get back to nazis Ah, okay. <laughs> Which unfortunately means that we're not seeing Nazis in Temple of Doom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, then. I uh, mean, yeah, well, and it, well, get, get, uh, well, and it sucks it. because yeah, well, and it sucks because the Nazis is uh, at least I know who to root against, you know. But anyway, yeah, we'll, yeah. but yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get to that film. We'll get to it. But yeah. until we until we get to that film, uh, uh, Tom, I'm sure we'll have you back on uh, before we get to uh, the next Indiana Jones film. But yeah, until I'll we def- get. I'll- yeah, until I, we, I will definitely vault. Well, not volunteer, but yes. When he needs someone for Temple of Doom, I'll be there. Absolutely. When he's on for Last Crusade. I will definitely be there. Absolutely, man. And until we get to that next movie, um, uh, until then, where can people find you online? Uh, at this point, twitter.com slash capjack913. But I hardly do anything, so I'll plug everything that I'm a part of. Your game night. Uh, marbles.win from Bryce. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the monthly movie party yes, from Poodle yes. Puncher. Yeah, speaking of the and, uh, speaking of the Cinemavention watch parties, yeah, the movie party is is a uh, basically it's like that, but even better because we get to have um, we get to make fun of bad movies. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> but yeah, and also uh, Big Voice J show the three hours before the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, BBJ show. That's. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, such amazing content to check out. But uh, but yeah, along, uh, along with your watch parties, I'm, I, I participate in that as much as possible. Absolutely, man. So yeah, at Captain Jack nine thirteen on Twitter. Of course, I do a watch party for each of the movies that we review on this show. If you want to watch the movie with myself and fellow listeners, you can join the conversation in our Discord over at discord.cinemavention.com. But if you can't make it to the watch party, don't worry because we have it available on demand if you support the show over at patreon.com slash is one Thank you so much to everybody who is supporting the show. Really appreciate it. It really helps out a lot. Don't forget that I am live twice a week playing games with the community on my Twitch over at twitch.tv slash is one Send in your thoughts about the movie we discussed today. You can do so at the email address, email at cinemavention.com. You can also do it in the Discord as well. Uh, we have lots of people commenting on all the movies we talk about on this show in there. Great little community. Just, just hang out and participate. And if you want to see all the previous movies I've covered on this show, head over to cinemavention.com. And there's a link to subscribe in your favorite podcatcher of choice as well. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for the intro and outro music. He's over at Incompetech.com. And we'll be back next week to discuss the movie The Hunt for Red October with Jeffrey Sachs. This is going to be a great movie. I can't wait to talk about this movie with him. And I hope you will be there for that episode. Until then, 
we'll see you next time. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>